Love the British monarchy? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the To Die For Daily podcast with Kinsey Schofield. Take it away, Kinsey. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the To Die For Daily podcast. I am so excited to be talking to Perez Hilton. When I started following you, you were blogging at a coffee shop, and now you are a TV personality. You are a podcast host. You're still a blogger. You're a dad. You are an author. You're a fitness enthusiast. Your life has evolved so much, and it's so exciting to see this journey for you, Perez. Well, first of all, you're a real OG. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. And um, for those of you watching, I'm staying at an Airbnb in Las Vegas right now. So I don't have a fancy background, but I'm very happy to be chatting with you. Oh, I think it's fancy enough for me. I'm just so excited to talk to you. I, um, You're not going to remember this, but you uploaded a picture of me brushing my teeth with an Edward Cullen cutout that said, we love Perez on the site oh. like a million years ago. <laughs> oh, I remember. I used to do those every Friday. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, was, I woke oh. up and I was thrilled. So what a, oh. what a treasure to get to talk to you. Can I ask you really quickly, breaking today... I want to talk to you about Meghan and Harry, but Tom Bauer has a new book coming out. He's an investigative journalist in the UK, super respected. He's also an attorney and the um, subjects that have sued him when he writes about them, he's never lost a case. Mm -hmm. He has written a new book about Meghan Markle called Revenge. And in the book, he says that the queen said when she found out that Meghan would not be attending Prince Philip's memorial early this year, she said, thank goodness. Now, something we don't typically hear from the queen. Um, do you have a response well, I, reaction to that? Uh, I would think that Her Majesty would or could say something like that because she is a traditionalist, true and through, and she would not want drama overshadowing that somber special occasion. You know, even though he was much older in life, and I'm sure that they anticipated that it would happen, it was still her lifelong partner. And um, it's fascinating. A few things. First, since we are on a Royals podcast, but we're speaking in English right now, I thought it might be interesting for your audience to know that just like Americans are interested and some fascinated by the British royal family. There are many Latinos and Spanish speakers uh, that are also very interested in the Spanish royal family. And there's a lot of drama there, let me tell you. Whoo. I'm going to have to they, get they, in on this. Oh, oh, my God. They actually put the British royal family to shame. The former queen hates the current queen uh the the former king abdicated which queen elizabeth would never abdicate and now he's living in exile because he was a scammer yeah so there, much is, drama is there, and, is there crypto or bitcoin involved in that scandal um i don't i think it was a few years before that okay so uh it was a different i think it was like alleged i, I don't know the exact details I think maybe stealing from the government. I don't know. I don't know. So don't quote me on okay. that. Okay. I, I know that I, uh, I, I, I'm not as obsessed as like my mother, oh, uh, but so I, 
I know through osmosis and, and chatting with her. So she fills me in. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, so the very first time I interviewed you, thank you for that, by the way, it was when your book came out. You said, you know, Harry and Meghan might struggle here in America because they're they're not there's not necessarily exciting. They're they're kind of boring. Um, and I wanted to ask you, do you feel like Spotify and Netflix are thinking the same thing right now? When is the last time you saw a celebrity get handed such a big check for content and the content not come to fruition for years upon years upon years? Is that normal? Well, I think that they got very lucky in the timing of everything because if Megan and Harry tried to get a deal like that today, I think it would be near impossible for them. They both um, were able to secure huge paychecks from Netflix and Spotify in a time when both of those brands were giving out huge paychecks. As we've seen this year, both Netflix and Spotify are going through a lot of change and Netflix is no longer, especially uh, handing out those ginormous paydays because they've taken a huge hit. Um, and, you know, they've got that show on Netflix that's coming out, which it, 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 it will be a great litmus test uh, because I get what they're, what, what Meghan Markle is going for, inspiring women, but from the trailer that I saw, it looks boring, you know, and they and they are boring. Uh, at, at least what to, to my um, expert observation, what Megan and Harry are doing is they clearly sat down, studied everything that Michelle Obama and Barack Obama have done over the last five years and are modeling themselves after that. Unfortunately for them, they're not Michelle and Barack. And I don't think they've been making as smart decisions as the former president and first lady. For example, you know, uh, Michelle released a program that was geared specifically for children on Netflix. So the expectation of how that will perform and what that would be is different. Uh, I think, you know, the expectation for the Meghan Markle Netflix show is that it be good and not boring. So if it isn't good and if it is boring, then that is very bad for her and the Archie Well brand. You know, I'm not being a hater. I am stating the fact. In America, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are not royals to us. They are celebrities. Yeah, they are celebrities. And unfortunately, they're boring celebrities. But, but there's something about the two of them and Harry and his family in the UK, the entire royal family that is able to engage people in a very passionate way, especially on social media. Yeah. So they're celebrities who are boring, 
but that's, I think, why one of that's one of the reasons why their fan base is so passionate because they make up stories, they make up conspiracy theories, they're constantly speculating. And, you know, I, I think a lot of the stories about the British royal family in the UK and about Meghan and Harry, I think a lot of them are BS, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, because, and some of them are true, you know, but a lot of them are BS and they have to be BS. They don't have to, but they are BS because they're all boring. They're, I mean, like how exciting is Kate Middleton? She's boring too, <laughs> but, but I think that that's her role. It's her job. Sophisticated. Yes. Yes. It's her job to be the future queen consort. And it's her job to uh, shake the hands and greet all of the people and have meaningless conversations, tons of small talk every single day. Um, I've said this before, you know, I would rather my daughters marry a billionaire than marry Prince George, because you have so much more freedom to do whatever you want if you're a billionaire's wife, as opposed to being the wife of the future King of England. And, uh, true, real talk right there. Yeah, and the fascinating thing to me is a lot of people want to vilify Meghan Markle. I don't view her as a villain at all. Um, I don't particularly like her, but I also don't dislike her. I'm fine with her. She's like, yeah. whatever to me. I, yeah. she's, I don't think she's done anything awful. Um, I, I believe her experiences. Um, she just doesn't speak to me. However, I think the British royal family knew the moment that Harry got with her, it was over. Because yeah. had he, and it's had, I think it has nothing to do with her being an actress. And I don't even think her being mixed race is a, is a huge thing because Meghan Markle is, is white passing. Okay. Yes. She has, she has a black mother, but she is, a, she's white passing. If you didn't know she had a black mother, you would, you could, you maybe wouldn't even think that she's, Half I just see a beautiful herself. woman. Yeah, a beautiful woman. That's yeah. all I see. Yeah. But had Prince Harry gotten together with a British actress, I think he would still be part of the working royal family because a British woman, I think, would have felt allegiance to the queen, yes. would have grown up would have grown up also knowing what to expect, knowing what job she was signing up for and would not have married Prince Harry if she was not willing to do all of that. But there's a reason Harry chose Meghan. He wanted an out and he wanted an out for a very long time, even before her. She was his escape clause. Mm -hmm. So I think all the people that are that, that for years now have been making her out to be this awful person. I think that's awful. Yeah. And, you know, families are dysfunctional. Yes. Families have drama. That's normal. Um, it happens that her family has a lot of drama. Yeah. I do think it's it's interesting though that unless I'm mistaken, 
you might know more since you're, you're, you've got a podcast dedicated to this, but I think Meghan Markle is not only estranged from her paternal family, but I don't know how close she is to her maternal family either. And She's that is odd too. to yeah. me. She's That's really bizarre to me. Why? Why did you cut off your maternal family too? I, I, I mean, I would. But just, yeah, go ahead. To their to, the, to their credit, the maternal family has done a better job of keeping silent. Exactly. They're not giving interviews like her half sister and her, her half dad. brother and, and her, her father. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering what you see for Megan in the future. Do you see political pursuits or do you think no, that she no. might go back into acting or? I definitely see her going back into acting. Absolutely. Wow. wow. But, but it will be, this is my passion project. This ah. is a story, you know, things that she's also a producer on that yeah. she really wants to get out there into the world. Um, you know, I also just do not see them lasting long unless they patch things up with the British royal family. Yeah. And after the queen, after the queen dies, that might be a moment of reckoning, you know, um, yep. it, who knows how the monarchy will change. But as I've said before, Harry has no family here in Montecito. He has no lifelong friends in Montecito. He has new friends. He hobnobs with David Foster and with Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom and with Ellen, I'm sure, and with Oprah down the street. But he's in the honeymoon phase of moving and that's all fun now. And his children are still very young. I would think eventually there might come a time where he would want his children to have a meaningful relationship with his family. Right. Flawed as they, as they may be. So I do think eventually he will want to move back. The big question is, is she down for the move as well? I don't know. Oh my gosh, I'm loving your brain. This is so fascinating to hear you talk about the Royals. You need your own Perez Hilton Royals podcast, but don't because then you're competing with me. Do you think that the American media is, is nicer to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle? Do you think they're a little bit, do they give them Definitely. the benefit of the doubt way more than they're the UK? Absolutely, because to us, they're, boring celebrities <laughs> you know we're we're not entrenched in all of that drama here we 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 watch it we observe it we um are paying attention but the uk media the u.s media also just doesn't have the reach inside the palace and um the the connections that the UK media has, you know, the British royal family is ginormous. The, the, the senior royals, not that big, but there are so many cousins and so many people that are chatty and yeah. can speak. <laughs> 
and also the employees of the palace, you know, speaking to the media, um, the, the, the People Magazine here and all of the, the outlets just don't have those ins. So we're not constantly cranking out those stories. Now, I wondered if it was because um, they feel like if they are kinder to them, they might get access to them inevitably. I don't think we care. Oh, really? I don't think we care about access. <laughs> Who cares? That's hilarious. I love this. Um, now, one thing that Megan was, well, not really accused of, she we know now she had a hand in Finding Freedom by Omid Scobie. Uh, and one thing that they discuss in that is her ringing up paparazzi and having them come take her picture in Toronto as she's walking out of the yoga studio. What it, Can you explain? Nothing to wrong with that. No, no, not at all. But can you explain to, to my listeners, because that's old school Spidey and Kim K. For mm -hmm. people not familiar with this strategy, can you explain that to, to my listeners? You know, many years ago, Meghan Markle was fourth on the call sheet on a USA Network show. She was not a household name. She's always been, to my understanding, ambitious, driven, and smart. Personally, I think doing things like that is smart. In fact, Kim Kardashian still does that, still in 2022. And she's an A-lister. Wow. You know, we live in such a saturated, crowded, busy online and social media world and, and people's lives being busy that you need to be thinking globally, as you mentioned earlier, like it's not just about your TV show. You have to also, you know, market yourself and try to get attention other ways as well. That, you know, she had started her own blog too. Why did you start a blog? She wants attention. She's always yeah. wanted attention. There's nothing wrong with wanting attention. But do we feel like she no longer wants attention? Like they of said, of course she does. Yeah. Oh, that's see, that's where I, 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 think that, issue. I, I think that's also a misunderstanding. I don't think they ever said they were stepping down because they didn't want attention they stepped down because they wanted to be able to call their own shots and make their own rules. Because if you're a senior working royal, you have to do things how they've been done and how the palace does them. And frankly, I respect that. They're a married couple. They're their own individuals. They should be able to do whatever they want. And unfortunately, the palace, the queen, how things were weren't willing to let them be modern royals and do what they wanted to do, how they wanted to do it. So they decided to leave. I get that. I know. And I also feel like that's something Princess Diana would have encouraged too. sometimes, maybe not in the way that it happened, but as she yeah. was, she was talking about leaving and moving to America towards the end of her life too. What I don't get, what's really interesting to me and something people don't really talk about I don't understand their decision, Harry and Megan's, to quit social media. Yeah. Like, why did they do that? And that makes no sense to me. Uh, you know, because, like I said, they're just celebrities now. And it's part of your business. It's part of your brand to have social media. Maybe they did it as a favor 
to the queen or a favor to Prince Charles or a favor to Prince William, because it always entered my mind, like, what would the optics be? What would happen if and when Meghan and Harry's like Instagram account, let's say, surpassed that of William and Kate? Right. That's not a good look if the little brother, the spare, has more followers now than the future king. That could be bad for the future king's ego. (laughs) You know, I think what complicates things too in this situation is ego. You know, we're dealing with boring people who have ginormous egos. And that's an awful combination. (laughs) If you are... If you're exceptionally talented, like Adele or Madonna or whomever, you know, I get it. You're just phenomenally talented. You you should you should you absolutely should have a huge ego because you know you 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 are creating phenomenal art and you can sing your face off. But if you were just born into this family and didn't really do anything to get where you are, other than be born into this family, uh, and if you're boring. You don't, you're a normal person. Check yourself. You don't need to have a ginormous ego, but the British royal family is filled with ginormous egos. That's one of the reasons why Prince Andrew, for example, um, you would think that he would happily just fade away into the night as the expression goes. Is that how the expression goes? Yeah, fade away. Something like that. Anything. Yeah, Yeah. I, I think you know what I'm saying, but from what I've read, he doesn't want to fade away into the night. He wants to come back and be a senior working royal. He wants to be back in the mix. Why? Ego. Right. Well, you know what? That makes me, that reminds me, and I miss old Prince Harry, the Prince Harry that was like, falling out of bars like i loved that guy i loved that rebel prince and it you that's know still, it, it's, that's still him but he's grown up also right yeah he, that was a phase he was finding himself and rebelling and he still does rebel i mean look he left and now he's living in freaking montecito um <laughs> But I'm glad he's not falling out of bars. He's almost 40 years old. You shouldn't know, be doing right. that at I'm your being, age. I'm being so tacky, but I did. I, I had a crush on that guy. You know, he is a much different, different man. Um, I, we are coming up on the 25th anniversary of Princess Diana's death. Do you remember where you were when you found out she of had course. passed? Where were you? I was at a gay bar. Oh. I was inside of a gay bar, and it was. We were getting it in real time because I remember it was like really late at night that we found out. Um, And then we just turned the music off. It was the boiler room in the East Village in New York City. And we turned the music off and everybody was just watching the TV, watching CNN and just crazy. Actually, I think I, I have a scoop. I don't know if it's a scoop or if it's been announced, but somebody, I'm in Vegas, as I mentioned, somebody told me that next month here in Las Vegas, they're going to be opening a Princess Di exhibit. <gasps> oh my gosh, I have to go. Allegedly is going to be the largest Princess Diana exhibit in the world. <gasps> and it's going to be coming out next month or starting next month around the time of the 25th anniversary. And I was talking to my friend and I said, that clearly probably has not been approved by Harry and William. And that's a big risk because imagine if or when Harry and William 
catch wind of this for-profit thing, they might say, this is disgraceful. You're exploiting our mother. This should be shut down. What happens then? But who knows? It might, it might actually help ticket sales. They might be doing right. them a favor if they do that. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be opening in Vegas sometime in August at the Chrysalis Shops at um, uh, in between the Cosmo and the Aria. So be on the lookout for that. Somebody well, said. Well, if you're invited, I'll be your plus one. I don't, I don't know I, if, I'll, I won't eat if I'll be. I don't know if I'll still be here because I think the 25th anniversary is like the end of August, right? Yes, yeah. 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 Well, so I don't uh, think I'll be here. How can people keep up with you, Perez? Well, I have a podcast, which is everything pop culture. And I have a wonderful co-host who is a thorn in my side, but it makes for great, great content. It's the Perez Hilton podcast with Chris Booker. And you can listen to that at perezpodcast.com. That's perezpodcast.com. And I'm all over social media. So just search for me and uh, that's how you can find me. Yes, it is. Uh, you guys are savage on that podcast. I can't tell you how often I laugh out loud. And I'm like, all I want to do is hang out with these people in real life. Um, so thank you so much for your time today. I've admired your work for so long. You are one of the hardest working people in the industry and you changed the game. So thank you for creating oh. that pathway for people like me. And um, I just I have admired you for so long. So it's really nice to actually get to see your face and hear your voice and talk oh. to you. Well, thank you for having me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And thanks uh, for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the To Die For Daily Podcast with Kinsey Schofield. A transcript of this chat is available at todiefordaily.com. Please subscribe to hear more from your favorite royal commentators. Cheers. <laughs>